Designing Hydrogels for On-Demand Therapy A Review by Nuria Oliva, Natalia Artsy and others from Harvard Medical School, Boston, United States Accounts of Medical Research, 2017 Conspectus Systemic administration of therapeutic agents has been the preferred approach to treat most pathological conditions, in particular for cancer therapy. This treatment modality is associated with side effects of target accumulation, toxicity and rapid renal and hepatic clearance. Multiple efforts have focused on incorporating targeting moieties into systemic therapeutic vehicles to enhance retention and minimize clearance and side effects. However, only a small percentage of the nanoparticles administered systematically accumulate a tumor site, leading to poor therapeutic efficacy. This has prompted researchers to call the status quo treatment regimen into question and to leverage the new deliverable materials and alternative administration routes to improve therapeutic outcomes. Recent approaches rely on the use of local delivery platforms to circumvent the hardness of systemic delivery. Local administration allows delivery of high effective doses while enhancing therapeutic molecules' stability, minimizing side effects, clearance and accumulation in the liver and kidneys following systemic administration. Hydrogels have proven to be highly biocompatible materials that allow for versatile design to afford sensing and therapy at the same time. Hydrogels' chemical and physical versatility can be exploited to obtain disease-triggered in-situ assembly and hydrogen-programmed degradation and consequent drug release. And hydrogels can also serve as a biocompatible depot for local delivery and stimuli responsive therapeutic cargo. We will focus this account on the hydrogel platform that we have developed in our lab based on dentrimer amine and dextran aldehydes. This hydrogel is disease responsive and capable of sensing the microenvironment and reacting in a gradient manner to diverse pathologies to render different properties, including tissue adhesion, biocompatibility, hydrogel degradation, and embedded drug release profile. We also studied the degradation kinetics of our stimuli-responsive materials in vivo and analyzed the in vitro conditions under which in vitro-in vivo correlation is attained. Identifying key parameters in the in vivo microenvironment under healthy and disease conditions was key to attaining that correlation. The adhesive capacity of our dentumer dextran hydrogel makes it optimal for localized and sustained release of embedded drugs. We demonstrated that it affords the delivery of a range of therapeutics to combat cancer, including nucleic acids, small molecules, and antibody drugs. As a depot for local delivery, it allows a high dose of active biomolecules to be delivered directly at the tumor site. Immunotherapy, a recently blooming area in cancer therapy, may exploit stimuli-responsive hydrogels to impart systemic effects 
following localized therapy. Local delivery would enable release of the proper drug dose and improve drug bioavailability when needed, at the same time creating memory and exerting the therapeutic effect systematically. These accounts highlight our perspective on how local and systemic therapies provided the stimuli responsive hydrogels should be used to impart more precise, long-lasting and potent therapeutic outcomes. Introduction Drugs or drug combinations are systematically administered to inhibit tumor growth and induce cancer cell death. Nevertheless, only a small portion of the intravenously administered drugs can reach their parenchymal target in vivo, while the remaining circulating drug may harm normal tissues and result in undesired toxicity. To raise the efficacy per dose and reduce the side effects, drug carriers are used to surmount biological barriers and achieve enhanced uptake in cancer cells. Despite advances in nanotechnology, systemic delivery of nanoparticles still confronts challenges such as potential side effects, low drug dose at the target site and low circulating time which limit the translational potential of nanomedicine in the clinic. Therefore, it is imperative to re-examine the available delivery platforms and determine the optimal administration route on a case-by-case basis. Hydrogels are cross-linked three-dimensional networks that can serve as effective drug depots to afford local drug delivery and respond to endogenous or exogenous triggers. Stimuli-responsive hydrogels can efficiently overcome the hurdles of systemic delivery described above. Furthermore, they can be engineered to evoke both systemic and localized therapeutic responses, empowering them with great translational potential. This account will focus on recent advances in studying the role of hydrogels in generating localized therapeutic effects and our perspective on the use as local therapeutic platforms to elicit systemic effects. Systemic delivery to elicit local effects, the current gold standard. Potent chemotherapeutic drugs are effective cancer cytotoxic agents, but they are distributed non-specifically throughout the body, affecting both normal and cancer cells. This lack of cell and tissue specificity residues drug bioavailability and efficacy. Nanotechnology has enabled more effective drug delivery and targeting, appropriate particle design, material type, particle size, charge, functional groups, and targeting moieties, provides nanomedicines that can circulate longer in the blood, passively overcome biological barriers, accumulate in tumors, actively target cancer cells, and sense biomolecules for triggered cargo release. Passive targeting exploits the leaky vasculature and the poor lymphatic drainage of the tumor microenvironment, leading to an enhanced permeability and retention EPR effect. 
Alternatively, active targeting in which targeting ligands are conjugated to the surface of nanoparticles is used to recognize and bind to tumor tissue through cellular surface receptors that are of expressed on the tumor cells. A variety of ligands such as antibody therapeutics, aptamers, DNA or RNA oligonucleotides with receptor binding capabilities, folic acids, EGF and transferrin have demonstrated increased accumulation in the tumor milieu, greater intracellular accumulation and enhanced therapeutic potency. Why these targeting ligands may help in improving uptake in cancer cells, the challenge of low accumulation at the tumor site remains because of rapid clearance of nanoparticles when they are administered systematically. In fact, recent evidence points to less than 1% tumor accumulation of systematically administered nanoparticles. Why systemic treatment is necessary to eliminate metastasis, this approach is suboptimal for treating primary tumors, eliminating the primary tumor that serves as the source for metastasis using chemotherapy drugs, as well as preventing metastasis before its spread by genetically modifying the tumor can revolutionize patient's point of care. Local application of a cargo-containing vehicle at the target site might be the method of choice for a multitude of pathologies as it enables the delivery of a high effective dose while enhancing therapeutic molecules stability and minimizing side effects and clearance. In fact, a local therapeutic vehicle opens up new vistas for effective new advent therapy for the treatment of unresectable tumors and for washout procedure following tumor resection to prevent recurrence. Hydrogels as a depot for localized drug delivery. The use of hydrogels as a depot for local delivery of drugs is an approach that has gained momentum in the past decade, particularly when pathology is contained and localized. We have developed a novel class of biodegradable and biocompatible adhesive hydrogels based on amine aldehyde chemistry. Aldehydes provided by thick-strand macromolecules react with tissue amines to impart adhesion while unreacted aldehydes react with their means on the dentromer to form the cohesive bulk of the material. The excess non-reactive dextran aldehyde groups cross-link with the dentromer amines to reduce the free aldehyde concentration, prevent adhesions to the other organs and form the cohesive bulk of the hydrogel. We have studied how various endogenous triggers affect the hydrogel's morphology and properties in vitro and in vivo. We have also investigated the use of the scaffold as a nanoparticle depot for triggered cargo release. Rational hydrogel design that enables sensing of specific cues in the microenvironment can provide in situ hydrogel assembly triggered hydrogel degradation, driving drug release and triggered drug release from embedded cargo 
nanoparticles to yields on-demand therapeutic effects. This section will focus on describing our work on tissue and disease-responsive dentromer dextran hydrogels and provide insights as to how to design materials to impart on-demand local therapeutic effects. Stimuli responsive in situ cross-linking of hydrogels. Multiple efforts have been carried out in the past decades to achieve hydrogels that are responsive to a variety of triggers, such as light and electric fields. However, these triggers rely on external sources that can pose transitional limitations, a more clinically relevant approach for in situ material gelation consists of utilizing physiologic conditions such as temperature or disease-specific microenvironmental cues as triggers, avoiding additional external steps to trigger their in vivo assembly or disassembly. In over thermogelling PLGA, PEG, PLGA, three-block copolymer exhibited a sol-gel transition with an increase of temperature. This temperature-responsive hydrogel was thoroughly studied and optimized to respond to clinically relevant conditions through modification of the molecular weight and the molecular mass distribution of the block copolymers and the addition of PEG homopolymers. This approach can become even more specific by the design of disease-triggered hydrogels. Recently, Zhang and others developed a drug delivery hydrogel based on negatively charged ascorbyl palmitate that is capable of spontaneous self-assembly when applied to possibly charged inflamed colon tissues and release of drug upon enzymatic degradation. This approach allowed higher drug delivery efficacy and reduced side effects. Similarly, we exploited tumor microenvironment characteristics to allow for preferential assembly of our hydrogel to the surface of tumoral tissues. Biochemical analysis of the surface of tumors showed increased amine density, which we correlated with increased collagen production. Owing to extracellular matrix ECM, deposition by cancer cells supporting tumor growth. Because collagen is the most abundant protein in the ECM, comprising over 70% of the proteins present, we're able to correlate the surface amine density with the collagen content. As a result of this increase in ECM production and hence tissue surface amine density, the material tissue interface was denser, and the adhesion of dentumer dextran to tumor tissues was 43% higher than that of healthy tissues, leading to improved interactions at the tissue material interface. Our hydrogen reacted in a graded manner with tissue surfaces as a function of their tissue chemistry and manifested by disease. We also investigated the interaction of our material with inflamed tissues in a colitis model. These tissues were characterized by excessive breakdown of the ECM to allow remodeling and evidently collagen and amine contents were lower than in healthy tissues, leading to a 58% reduction in the adhesion of the same hydrogel formulation to colitic tissue compared with healthy tissue. 
by understanding the governing mechanisms associated with inflammation and the effect on tissue chemistry we're able to tune the formulation of our material to train comparable adhesion levels in healthy and inflamed tissues improve tissue material interactions and maintain adequate mechanical properties understanding the impact of the microenvironment on the material post implantation is crucial for attaining the desired outcome it also highlights the importance of developing materials in light of the specific disease microenvironment in which they will be used as different pathologies present with distinct biological cues to which a given material may respond affecting its performance similar responsive hydrogel degradation in drug release controlling the release kinetics of small bioactive molecules from hydrogels remain a challenge because of the high water content and large pore size of hydrogels often resulting in rapid drug release known as burst release Burst release is associated with unpredictable and uncontrolled release kinetics, typically in a much shorter time than the regimen required to treat most pathologies. Several approaches have been developed to minimize burst release and prolong drug delivery time frames. Inclusion of hydrophobic domains, charge interactions or hydrobonds within the hydrogen and the cargo can slow the release, prolonging it to a few days. The injectable hydrogel using human serum albumin HSA and tartaric acid derivative TAD could deliver doxorubicin of approximately 4 days. As a result of electrostatic interactions between positively charged doxorubicin and the negatively charged hydrogel. However, there are still challenging issues regarding the inevitable initial burst, release and the inability to control the release kinetics over time. By chemical conjugation of the therapeutic cargo of interest to the hydrogel, the burst release can be eliminated and the hydrogel degradation profile would derive the drug release kinetics. On demand release based on triggered hydrogel degradation response to pathological cues would afford a drug release profile has treated the pathological need. Gayaniake and others developed a hydrogel for triggered release of the immunosuppressive drug tacrolimus and responsive to proteolytic enzymes that are expressed in inflammation. Complete drug release have occurred between 4 and 14 days without apparent burst release, compared with less than 10% drug release in phosphate buffered saline over 28 days. The release of cross-linked cargo relies on hydrogen depot degradation and hence spatial attention must be placed on the mechanisms and triggers governing it. We studied dentrimer dextran degradation as a response to target issue surface chemistry. We found that the hydrogel microstructure and adhesion strength were altered as a result of interactions of the material with tissue surfaces of wired surface chemistry, as well as the hydrogen degradation profile. Dextranaldehyde reacts with tissue amines and dentrimamines simultaneously in a competitive manner. For a given material formulation, dentrimamine content, the higher the amine density on the surface of the tissue, the less material diets will react internally 
to form a cross-linked network, resulting in more adhesive chemical bonds and lower hydrogel cross-linking density. This in turn will affect the rate and mood of degradation of the adhesive hydrogel. Surface and mean density studies of the three regions of the small intestine jejunum, duodenum, and ileum showed that the ileum had higher mean density compared with the other two regions. When we applied the same fast degradating formulation to the three regions of the small intestine ex vivo and measured the degradation kinetics, we observed that material degradation was slower upon application to the ileum compared with application to the jejunum and duodenum. When we analyzed snapshots of the degradation process on the three regions, we observed that indeed the bulk of the material degraded faster in the case of the ileum compared with the jejunum and duodenum, while the interface degradation rate was lower, because the ileum provides more functional means for the material, creating more points of interaction between them. The material stability at the interface is enhanced. As a result, embedded drug release profiles would be significantly different depending on the target organ. The effect of the target organ on material degradation was also investigated in another study involving an enzymatically triggered biodegradable hydrogel composed of cross-linked gelatin. We explored the degradation profile of these hydrogels after subcutaneous intramuscular or intraperitoneal implantation in a mouse model. The results showed remarkable differences in the gradation profile among these three locations, which did not correlate with varying concentrations of enzyme in vitro, but with the total volume of enzyme solution. Indeed, materials implanted in the intraperitoneal or intramuscular spaces are exposed to higher fluid volumes than those in the subcutaneous space. Both examples highlighted in this section emphasize the importance of examining target microenvironment triggers affecting in situ assembly, hydrogen degradation and drug release and taking them into consideration in the design of stimuli-responsive hydrogen reports. Hydrogen embedded stimuli-responsive cargo an alternative to stimuli-responsive hydrogels would be the use of composite hydrogels doped with stimuli-responsive cargo. We doped the dentromer dextran hydrogel with gold nanoparticles decorated with 5-fluorouracil, 5-FU, intercalated herpin DNA to silence the multidrug-resistant protein 1, MRP1, and reverse the resistance to chemotherapy prior to 5-FU treatment. This approach takes advantage of the ability of certain chemotherapeutic drugs, such as 5-fluorouracil, to intercalate into DNA through moderate interaction within nitrogenous bases of the nucleic acid. The interaction becomes weaker when the herpin opens through hybridization with a complementary target allowing simultaneous release of the drug and knockdown of the mRNA including the protein responsible for drug resistance. We also incorporated diagnostic capabilities to the system by means of triggered fluorescence emission 
in the response to herbicidation with the target MRP1 mRNA. Efflorescence marker Quasar 705 was conjugated to the end of the hairpin sequence and a black hole quencher was conjugated to the surface of the nanoparticle. Without the trigger, the DNA remains in a hairpin conformation and the BHQ2 quenches the fluorescence of quasar 705 because of their proximity. When the complementary target is present and the hairpin opens up, the fluorescence tag resides outside the quenching radius of BHQ2 and thus emits fluorescence. Why the hydrogel itself did not exhibit disease-triggered response, the nanobeckons responded to a biological trigger, MRP1, to provide both therapy and diagnosis. An approximately 90% decrease in luciferase activity was observed exclusively for the nanobeckons, anti-MRP1 loaded with 5-fluorouracil, treated tumors compared with nanobeckons nonsense with 5-fluorouracil. Moreover, fluorescence images of the implanted hydrogels revealed, as expected, that the fluorescence signal was off at day 0 and turned on at day 1, reaching a maximum intensity for MRP1 and luciferase detection at day 2, only for nanobeckons anti-MRP1 with 5-fluorouracil. We also leveraged cold nanorod embedded dentrimer dextran hydrogel to impart thermally triggered release of the antibody drug Avastin from the gold nanorods. The nanorods can convert near IR radiation into heat and cleave the pegylated linker that was used to conjugate Avastin to the rods. Avastin release increased with laser exposure duration, suggesting that the release was thermally driven. We elucidated the Avastin release mechanism following irradiation by quantifying the antibody drug and PEG concentrations in the supernatant after nanorod centrifugation and showed that PEG and Avastin remained bound to each other after laser exposure proving that the drug is released following the cleavage of the PEG nanorod bond. These nanoparticles were part of a triple therapy platform using both cold nanorods and nanospheres as carriers to deliver therapeutic molecules, such as antibody drugs and small interfering RNAs. The ability to provide multimodal therapy locally in a controlled and triggered manner led to almost complete inhibition of colon tumors that was more pronounced than with either systemic or intratumor delivery. The local administration of the hydrogel patch tubes with the triple therapy combination resulted in more than 90% tumor shrinkage, while only 60% and 40% tumor reductions were attained following intratumor and systemic administration of the same therapy combination, respectively, leading to poor survival increments. Moreover, systemic nanoparticle administration resulted in nanospecific accumulation in the kidneys, spleen, and liver. 
These results provide convincing evidence that the hydrogel patch is instrumental for the achievement of superior therapeutic performance due to high bioavailability from the therapeutic molecules and prolonged cargo release over time. The field of stimuli-responsive hydrogels has evolved dramatically over the past decade and multiple novel and original approaches have been proposed to attain local delivery of bioactive molecules for the treatment of local pathology. A question remains as to whether we can use the advantages of local rather than systemic delivery to elicit prolonged systemic effects. Hydrogels with systemic effects Immunotherapy Localized delivery using hydrogels has become popular in the field of immunotherapy as hydrogels can provide controlled cell and microenvironments for immune cells, enabling the recruitment, expansion and activation of immune cells ex vivo and in vivo. The choice of materials is dictated by the end use, including biocompatibility, immunogenicity, site of implantation, types of stimuli and release kinetics. Currently, hydrogels have been utilized in both active and passive immunotherapies. Active immunotherapy using cancer vaccines is a robust tool that has gained significant research attention. The therapeutic benefit of active immunotherapy lies in the engagement of the host immune system by stimulating immune cells using cancer vaccines to actively recognize and diminish cancer cells. Nano-engineered hydrogels represent an innovative platform for the delivery of antigens to dendritic cells, DC, which induce T-cell stimulation and B-cell-mediated antibody response because the mild synthesis conditions required to make these hydrogels and the tunable physiochemical properties allow for efficient encapsulation of immunomodulatory molecules as well as immune cells. Dendritic cells can be activated either ex vivo in hydrogels prior to implantation or in vivo by mobilizing stimuli within the gels. Verbeek and Moni describe the development of an injectable alginate hydrogel system to locally enrich dendritic cells in vivo without inducing their maturation or activation. Using the same material, Hori and others developed self-calling alignate hydrogels that are capable of carrying and releasing antigen-loaded dendritic cells when injected subcutaneously in mice. Besides dendritic cells, researchers have been seeking to target macrophages because studies have revealed that macrophages may also play a major role as antigen-presenting cells in tumor vaccination. Murauk and others developed a cholesterol pololan based hydrogel to deliver peptide antigens to macrophages located in lymph nodes. This hydrogel is immunologically inert and was able to travel to lymph nodes after subcutaneous administration because its small size and the antigen were successfully presented to CD8 plus cytotoxic T cells. Passive immunotherapy comprises immune system components having intrinsic endothelium activity. Since the first clinical trial initiated 28 years ago using tumor infiltrating lymphocytes, TIL, 
for the treatment of metastatic melanoma, remarkable research efforts have been invested on adoptive cell therapy, ACT, the curative potential of which heavily depends on the administration of logenic T-cells. Besides, tumor filtrating lymphocytes, genetically modified tumor-specific T-cells such as T-cell receptor or chimeric antigen receptor transduced T-cells have been developed to overcome the limitation of tumor infiltrating lymphocytes expansion and augment adoptive cell therapy mediated immunotherapeutic responses against various types of cancer. Compared with systemic delivery of T-cells, which can possibly cause their loss at non-carcinous sites of inflammation, localized administration into tumor sites using hydrogels offers improved delivery efficiency and release of T-cells in a sustained manner. Elias and others investigated the feasibility of the thermosensitive immunoreactive oligo-methacrylate-based hydrogel as a T-cell carrier. Monet and others developed an injectable thermogel based on chitosan, a widely used natural polymer with the purpose of encapsulating, expanding and delivering cytotoxic T-cells. The future of hydrogels in cancer therapy. Despite the rapid advances in our technology and drug discovery, the efficacy of systemic cancer therapies in the clinic remains disappointing. Only a small dose of the systematically administered drugs reaches the tumor site, resulting in suboptimal primary tumor treatment, which is also the source for metastases. The development of hydrogels as drug delivery platforms offers new opportunities for better therapeutic schemes. Hydrogels that can respond specifically to tumor cells can enhance cells selectively and further reduce side effects. Recently, researchers have begun to explore the potential of hydrogels in a wide range of immunotherapy applications, utilizing this local platform to elicit systemic effects. Safety issues related to the potential side effects and the lack of consistent durable responses highlight the complexity of the process of properly directing and activating immune cells in a predictive and controllable manner. In the future, the combination of systemic and local therapeutic modalities that exploits triggered release by unique stimuli responsive hydrogen platforms may act as a new paradigm of cancer therapy. Materials that act in a graded manner based on patient needs by responding to specific tumor cues that trigger drug release may permit the development of a magic peel that would be therapeutically silent unless triggered. In that way, the peel may contain different types of chemotherapy drugs and genes that may become active in one patient and not the other, providing the most appropriate therapy in each clinical scenario. Thank you for listening. Please follow me on Twitter by breathing for more articles.